0: My name is Haya, and I play Brianna on the show. I wanted to take a minute to thank you again to coming back to episode 22. It's a man's man's world, and we are very, very close to the end of book one. We're planning something a little bit special, so if you have a moment, we please urge you to check the show notes or our socials for a questionnaire that we will be putting out with the hopes that you will have some questions for us that we'll be reading and answering on air. Anyway, I don't want to keep you any longer. I hope you have a wonderful time listening to this one. Again, this is episode 22. It's a man's man's world.
1: Previously on the Cracked Die podcast... Our heroes finally finished
2: exploring the Citadel. Upon finishing their exploration... They discovered a mysterious tunnel. After following that tunnel, they arrived back in Breach Hill. Is the town safe? Have monsters overrun the town? How is that poor halfling feeling? Find out the answers to these questions and more on this episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Welcome to the 22nd episode of the Cracked Die Podcast.
0: Woo! Dot dot dot. I don't know what that was. I don't know
2: either. I was going to start saying the thing we always say about weeks, and I, I'm gi- I'm giving up. Yep, good. I was holding myself back. I know. <laughs> I visibly, I can see that <laughs> you have tied yourself to the chair.
1: I needed it. Mm.
2: Oh we are now my. into the legal legal level ages of uh, of podcasts. Past the twenty first
3: one.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Now twenty two. You said
4: just, this thing
1: same thing at eighteen.
3: I, know. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> there you <laughs> go.
1: <laughs> Ugh. What's that so, song, No One Likes You When You're 20, whatever?
5: 23. 23. That's next Nobody. episode. That's next episode. Okay. Oh. Um, can we please make that the name of the episode? Sure. Yeah. It's, it's just it is
0: times. technically a song. Yeah. yeah.
2: It is technically a song. As you can tell, Anwar is back. Yay. Yay. No!
5: I'm sorry you. to everyone that has to listen to me. Stop it. Oh. Stop it. They're, they're no, no, no. Blessed. Please praise me, everyone. Yay! So that it... Come on. But praise we, me we to let, make up we for we my... Let so let on the flip
4: Anwar.
2: side, we don't have Christine. Woo! Oh. oh, I mean, boo. All the boo. I know. Oh. So, but hmm. we do have an adorable puppy sitting yes. in her place. So that's okay. All right. Anyway, let's get to the game. Anwar, since you just got back and Temid just hit level three... As he's been resting with Pond Watcher's uh, sleeping bag. Would you like to share with the group?
1: Yeah, when when we left you, uh, we piled all of our our blankets and sleeping bags on top of you because you were so drained. Mm -hmm. Uh, And And nothing lets
2: you sleep better than a weighted blanket.
1: Yeah, or like eight of them. Well, (laughs) five.
2: Five. Five. But one is soaked with Pond Watcher sweat, if you remember. That's the the one
1: directly on your skin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And the other ones are on top of it, so it never evaporates. (laughs)
2: That's disgusting. <laughs> Ugh, you must smell like amazing. Well, no, it's, it's designed usual.
3: for the Arctic conditions, and it's very hot here, so you'll probably sweat. <laughs> Ode to watcher
0: Ode to watcher.
2: A new clone by Jammet.
3: A new clone? <laughs> <laughs> We're all just gonna uh, let that go. Nope, yep. nope. I miss Christine already. <laughs> <Yeah. No. laughs> I would clone Pond Watcher. Have a second one. <laughs> oh, geez. Jeez, my That's... name is Ocean Looker. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> is that your backup character? Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay.
5: All right, Anwar. Let's find out about third level Temid. Okay, so third level is pretty good. I get second level spells, which are pretty cool. We'll get into those as they come up. Um, I also got a, a feat. Um, a second level feat called Ward Medic-, uh, Ward Medic. And what that means is I'm able to uh, treat two people at the same time, treat wounds instead of just one. Wow. Nice. So that means we can nice. increase the number of people that get healed after two combat. Two at once? Or two at once. One person and then the other. Well, for
1: like your your ten minute heal, yes. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, so, it's really. You good. Know,
5: uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. There were other ones where which allowed, like for example, continuous is um, treat medicine. You could do it. You could recover more quickly and, and heal someone else, or heal heal the same person uh, more quickly. But this allows you to do two people at once.
1: You can take the other one later, right?
5: Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can. So you do right.
1: two now, and then later on you can do two, and it's faster. Nice. Very,
0: very cool. That's really
5: cool. What else? Anything else? Um, That's about it, besides more hit points and that kind of stuff. And some spells you're going to pick up. Oh, I also am now an expert in medicine.
2: Hey! That's even better. So that's going to help you with that check. Yes, it is. To make it even easier.
1: Great. So I find it interesting, and I might be wrong about this, but the DC for treat runes is the same no matter what. Is that correct?
5: It is. However, you can increase the difficulty if you choose, and then you get a, a, a static bonus to the amount of hit points that get healed.
1: Okay, cool. I was just thinking about that because in the beginning, it seems some of these things are tough. But since all of our skills go up, anything you've trained goes up by one every level. And then two, if you increase the proficiency, um, the DCs, I feel like we're going to out-level them pretty quick if they just stay at 15. So
2: that's good. But yes, like uh, like Anwar said, you can in- increase the DC to, ma- to do more things. Now, I want to talk about something that we've butted heads about a little bit. Uh And that's identifying magic items. Uh, Okay. I, between the episodes, did a bunch of research. Thanks to the archives of Nethys, the Paizo forums, and the Paizo community leader who responded to my question, I now know how you identify magic items. Hooray! Good job. First step, detect magic. As we discovered you can ignore items that you already know are around you. So the plus one weapons you have, you can ignore those when you use detect magic. Right. So if you detect magic, in that 10 minutes, you can find the item. Can you? Yes. Where does it
1: say that? Because It in doesn't. The...
2: Okay. I, that's what I had to get clarified. Like you can, you don't hone in on it, but in 10 minutes, you're also searching. Like you're like, oh, hey, there's magic in this room. Let's
1: dig around. Okay. So just, just the effect of doing it for 10 minutes. Yes. Okay, got it. I
2: am I guess they're assuming you're not just going, is there magic with your palm up in the air? Well, I mean, that's how the spell is written. I that guess. is, right. right. So there, there was some clarification, so okay. I appreciated cool. that. Cool. Once you find the item, you then use an appropriate knowledge check. So if you look at the item, I'll be like, oh, what's your arcane bonus? So if it's magical, like because you're detecting magic, if it's an arcane magic spell on it, You would roll your knowledge check, and it is a static DC 10. Static DC? I think. Let me double check. Hang on. I have notes.
1: Okay. The only reason I ask that is because, like, my skills that I'm good at are plus 11 at this point. So I would assume if there was, like, a wizard. Nope. It is not static. Okay. It is
2: then 10 plus the item level, or the spell level. Okay. To detect, to to learn what it is. Okay. And that it works with any type of magic. So it could be arcane. It could be primal. Primal. That's the word I was looking for. It could be any of those divine.
1: Okay. Yes. Is the skill you use determined by the spell, which is that it used to make the item. Correct. Okay, cool. So neat. I'm glad we, I'm, <laughs> it was really
2: bothering me. It was something that was very confusing to me of like, how do people identify things? And I kind of just gave, was like, here's the items you guys find it and you. Sure. But that's that's how we're going to do it from now on. Cool. It's so, a, what
3: is like a plus one weapon?
1: It would be a DC eleven.
3: Right but like what type of? Check? It depends
2: on what type. Uh, ar- depends on what spell it's on. It so it'd be like arcane.
1: If it's just, but, but I think he's just Sword. saying plus one is a. Oh yeah, so weapon. it'd be crafting potency rune.
2: It would be a crafting.
1: Crafting.
2: Yes, you can always really yes with potency runes. I believe so.
1: Okay, uh, that's just interesting. Cool. Uh, this is a, a whole brand new world, right? Right, so. it is. So, uh,
2: and I could still be a little bit wrong, but I did a lot of looking and reading on how this works because o- other people did uh, have the same questions as us. So good to know that we're not alone in these. Yeah, we're not a bunch of dummies.
0: Yeah. I am.
2: Oh, oh okay. <laughs> we're, <never> uh, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> when we last left you all, you had left the pickled pig's ear through the secret tunnel after messing with a poor halfling's mind and taking some alcohol
3: (laughs) yes oh yeah we did do that didn't we you
2: wander back through the secret passageway for about two hours and you return back to the citadel basement which is completely dark however Soraya did not come with you she decided to kind of scout around town and make sure that everyone is still okay because you were all very concerned about people the the Turikas or the Boggards coming through this tunnel and attacking everyone
1: yeah and we were at least I was curious as to whether or not the proprietor of the pickled uh, is it pickled pigs ear
2: uh, pickled pigs ear I believe it's on your map the pickled ear the pickled ear yes sorry they sell pickled pig's ears.
1: Yeah, they sell pickled everything. They
2: sell pickled everything. I heard the advertisement. Thank you. I think that was
1: what I heard in, in episode 10 that I yes. was like, oh, yeah. Um, it's
2: like I foreshadowed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like those <laughs> Don't give ads. Give yourself the credit. It,
2: it's like those ads mean something. <laughs> what? Some of them.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we were concerned about the proprietor of the pickled ear because they didn't. She wasn't there. Correct. And the. The two people there, I don't think, knew exactly where she was. Right.
2: They said they, she would be back when the, when it opened. Uh, however, you guys left, um, and they're opening in about an hour. So, you guys left back through the secret tunnel uh, and went back to the Citadel, leaving Soraya to kind of look around the city to make sure everyone is still okay. So, you arrive back, you make your way cautiously through the pitch blackness, back out, and then back up to the secret room, secret room, that you've been storing things in, your weapons, your party members like Temid, who's still (laughs) asleep, sweating profusely. Sweating out the bad. Yeah, sweating out the bad. It's getting a good
3: sleep sweat going. (laughs) That's how you know it's
2: working. He's weighted down under everyone's uh, blankets and sleeping bags. Very cozy. And you (laughs) see, as you open the door, you see... A goblin, in a white dress, patting his forehead, Oh. taking his temperature. Don't ask how. It's a little stethoscope. Obviously rectally.
4: I She's doing orally. it with a stethoscope. Yes. So. <laughs> Obviously rectally. Cool. Cool. She's a goblin.
5: A goblin stethoscope. <laughs> a goblin. Oh hell yeah! Made it's out like of a, like it's glass, like glass and string. Yeah, it's just the to- it's the top
3: oh. of like a, a can that they open. It'll <laughs>
2: explode <Sure>. randomly. <laughs> Uh, and you see that the goblin nurse leaves Temmid as you guys come in, scampers away.
0: Um, th- thank you for looking out for him. Oh, okay, bye.
2: She turns around and gives you two thumbs up. Uh, I'd like to
1: check to make sure he's still alive.
2: Uh, yes, and he has all of his fingers and toes. Ooh.
0: But does he have hair?
1: Down there. <laughs> On, his yep, On his
0: feet. Brianna, definitely check. On his feet. <laughs>
2: No, I don't believe Temid has hair on his feet, but I don't think Temid ever had hair on his feet, That's so it's true. okay. All right, so you guys walk in there, and
3: he is. Let's just watch him sleep, groggily waking up. No <laughs> Let's one
1: Stare at him from very close <laughs> until he wakes up. Prianna one more will, minute, Mom.
0: <laughs> Priyanna will oh. shake her head and then go down one knee and gently shake him awake.
2: So before Temid wakes up. Mm. Oh no.
5: Uh oh. Dream sequence. Dragon. A dragon falls, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> like an anvil. Your sleep hasn't been the most restful, and you're not sweating from the weight of the blankets. You're sweating from the dreams that you are having. Ten, ten. In your sleep, you hear heavy breathing, as if someone has been running. Then two spots of blurry white light sway into your vision. You realize the heavy breathing is your own. Hot, rancid breath caught behind a mask of some sort. The blurry light begins to come into focus as you see rope tying your hands together, with another rope leading to your waist and then to the waist of someone in front of you. You are being led down a twisting hallway. The acrid smell of copper stings your nose. You feel weak and weary as if you haven't slept or eaten in weeks. As you try to look around, the mask restrains your movements. You catch a glimpse of plush red curtains the dull hum of a large group gathered. You feel the familiar tug of the ropes, making you move forward again. You stumble up a step. Finally, you hear it. A sickening, sweet, bare-toned voice coming from just outside your view. Ah, yes. This is a fine specimen. Still has some fight in it. You hear a little chuckle come from the crowd as a hand firmly pushes you to your knees. Fresh from a gathering we recently held. You feel the weight of a hand on your shoulder, and hear someone walking around you. The murmur of the crowd as they are yelling things in a language you don't quite understand. After a few moments, the din of the crowd subsides, and you are roughly pulled to your feet. Good, good, you have fetched me quite a sum of money. I knew getting you was worth it, for all the trouble you have caused us. With that, you feel a thwack as you are punched in the gut. A combination of blood and bile ruptures from your mouth, getting caught in the barbaric mask they have put on you. Your head is pulled up, and you are finally able to make out two features of your captor. Pale skin around deep green eyes. You are dragged away to be put to holding until the auction ends. As you are pulled down another tunnel, you hear laughing. And from that, you wake up.
5: Oh my god.
0: How do you wake up?
5: So, you know, you pat him, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Brianna pats him and he immediately jerks and he like kind of, he gets up and kind of scoots backwards off of the, you know, like towards something away from you. And he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of looks around, uh, looks all over the room. And then eventually his eyes kind of like, like you see the realization, like, okay, I'm I know where I am, me. I know the people I'm here with, and then he um, he just kind of like pauses for a second, and then he kind of smirks and he says, startled me there for a second. I thought maybe it was another one of those boggards after me.
1: Nope, just us. Uh, we uh, let you sleep a little bit. You seemed uh, in some sorts this morning after last night's episode or yesterday's episode with the whites, but uh, we explored downstairs. Uh, it appears that when we disabled the runes in the room with the whites, uh, any other animated skeletons felt inanimate. Uh, but we did find a room, looked like a records room at the back of it, and a tunnel which led from the keep to a well-hidden door in Breachell,
5: the Pickled Pig storeroom. Pickled Pig? Did they have anything there that might, I don't know, quench my thirst? Uh, I brought this jar of pickles. There's still some juice left. He'll he'll hold out the pickle juice to you. Maybe we can ferment
4: them. At this point, Silver will walk up and he'll say, all right, Tim, you know, you were looking like a tree that was begging a dog at this point. So (laughs) here you go. Uh, And he'll pop out. It's basically like Everclear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh,
5: Uh, He looks at it and he's like, uh, start the day off right. (laughs) I appreciate it. And then he still pours it in a mug and drinks it. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> and before he does that he'll
4: like give you like a hug be like I'm worried about you my boy glad you're, you're doing alright I appreciate it old man uh, and while he's hugging you he's going to try to palm something onto your person oh I thought going to pick his pocket it's a
1: grenade it's <laughs> be a grenade I've played yeah. enough video games to <laughs> know this is how you kill people with grenades uh,
4: so it's against your perception DC okay which is 10 plus your modifier modifier you don't Oof. roll anything so just tell me what that number is. Oh, that's right. Let's see yep. if I beat it.
5: 18. Okay. Uh,
4: It was a 19 on the
5: die. Oh, so, uh, so you pass. Yes. So, so I don't know that you put something body. You there.
4: don't know that I put something on your body.
5: Okay. It's ticking, though. <laughs> <laughs> does uh, anybody hear that ticking noise? <laughs> no.
4: And we, we can adjudicate that later. But okay. he does give you like a big hug, scrawny old man hug. He hugs you very strongly right back. And he said, "Ah, you know, worried about you. Worried about you right there. Oh, uh, glad you're doing all right.
5: I'm doing fine. Thanks for thanks for being concerned. Although I have some bad news. What's the bad news? Sareya is dead. What?
0: Cut Watcher.
5: She was eaten by a buggered. <laughs> no, it was my fault. I wasn't there.
3: <sighs> she said, "Please, damn it, save me!" and then was swallowed by a giant frog mouth. <laughs> he falls down
5: to his knees and he puts his hands in the air like, why? <sighs> Why, Caden? Why did you let me sleep through this? Oh,
3: and Caden, Kalen appeared and said you were a big disappointment.
5: I agree with it. Watson, what is wrong with you? I, he's uh, pounding the ground
3: right now. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Wait, you're killing what? That. I'm kidding. You're. What about a kid? I'm uh, joking. He's doing the joke. Oh, yoking. You're making- <laughs> I'm yoking with eggs.
1: Sareah is not dead. She stayed
3: oh. in town. Okay. Good. Also, Caden, Kalen didn't. Uh, to us.
5: You don't know that. <laughs>
4: well, we I did drink some of that
3: strange smelling liquid and
5: I thought I saw him. I th- Is that why <laughs> you're
0: so punchy this morning?
5: Maybe. You're lucky you can still see. <laughs> Even Temid only drank a very small amount of it, but he needs it because he's you <laughs> know, sobering up. Yep. Yeah. Powered by booze? Pretty much. I feel like
1: it's like a Popeye thing. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
5: <laughs> the cumulative hangover would kill him.
1: It's
0: So he's basically... <laughs> it's defender. an archer reference.
5: Yes. Yep. Yes.
0: Brianna, seeing the reaction she got at him waking up and finding a very close familiarity, she's definitely seen that sort of reaction before. She will file that away so she won't be like, want to talk about it right now? want to talk about her feelings in front of everybody?
5: Over a pint of ice cream?
0: <laughs> sure.
4: <laughs> to get down to it. Still got some things to explore, possibly undead to fight. So mm-hmm. we're going to, do we? Well, I said possibly. I don't know 100%. I think we explored this whole place.
1: It's empty now other than the goblins. And Tylecha, did we explore the whole place? And yeah. As Zip far as Biff, you guys know, yeah. So we didn't find what's her face. No, we we saw tracks and it looks like she came down through the long passage. Right. Went mm-hmm. to the door, did something and then ran away the mm. the
2: You also found remnants of a necromantic Which necromat one? Necro romantic. Necro romantic. Necromantic. necromantic. <laughs> no, that's not necro. Necro necro Necromantic, Whew. necromantic <laughs> ritual in the basement, which you can also assume caused the whites and the
1: skeletons to rise. Right. So we think she came in, did whatever, because it looked like she went to the door that goes into the crypt, saw whatever she saw, and ran away. Because um, the footprints seem to be more, uh, uh, more metered coming in and then, like hurried going out. If
3: right. I remember
4: correctly.
0: Yes, I was looking at them with you.
3: Well, let's uh, collect Kalmat and bring him to justice.
4: We also got to open those treasure—I mean uh, <coughs> coffins. Oh, right, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: No, we aren't doing that, server. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. You're We're right. going to the bathroom <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> together? While you guys go get Calmont. I'm an old
4: man. I need help,
3: peeing. Let's go. It's true.
0: I'm not going to ask questions.
3: <laughs> okay, so
2: who's going where? Temit's going to get Kalmont Kalmont, Okay. Kalmont for Brianna?
0: We have a whole bunch of things in here, don't we? Yeah.
2: We can meet
1: back up and grab everything.
0: Okay, so I'll also go... All right, have Kalmot
1: with you. Twin, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go talk to Yalecha.
2: Okay. And then you two are going to the bathroom? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the two of you going to deal with Kalmot, uh, you make your way back up to where the goblins are. Uh, you see a very haggard looking Kalmot, not beaten up, really, just like his halfling feet are bare. <laughs> and it kind of looks like the goblins haven't let him sleep or no. if they have let him sleep not very long right. and he just looks at you and he's just like please take me back t- to breach hill please
5: please so Tevin turns to brianna it's like i was never really comfortable with having him tied up here but it's good to liberate him and bring him back so that he can face justice so then you know, you think, I, I'm guessing they just walk up to him, maybe hand another week's worth of rations because they're like candy yeah. to these rob uh, goblins and be like, Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. All right,
0: speak to the, the leader. Be like, Has there been any, anything um, of note since we've been away? Uh, no, it's been very quiet. It's like you came through and uh, got rid of all the problems. Uh, by any chance, can we go back downstairs? Uh, we, we certainly believe so. Yes, there, there oh, be that issues. is such, such a relief. We have those, uh, we have those dragon neighbors, and they are so nice. Oh, Pip and, and Sarf. Yes, we just call them the mighty ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the mighty dragons are, are still there. Yulecha is is uh, downstairs as well. I think uh, to Talon to speak to her, and, uh, but everything else should be. Thank you, thank
2: you. And with that, they gather up their bows and arrows and uh, run down. And as they run by, you see them kind of, like, knocking into
5: Kalma, like a green tide flowing through. After the first few, he lets the first couple happen, Temeth does, and then he kind of, like, pulls them a little to bit closer side. so that he doesn't get completely annihilated by no, the flow No, he's just, of he's kind of in this daze.
2: Have it's you ever stayed out days. for, like, 48 hours? No. Okay, it's not fun. You start to go, cr- like... You start seeing things, and you just kind of, like, focus on a single point for sometimes. At least I did. When I did it once, never again. Why did you do it? Uh, College. It was a really intense (laughs) Axis and Allies game. Um, (laughs) I wish I had a good story. Now I understand. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Also, I've seen
1: the movie 48 Hours, and that was pretty good. Yeah. Wow. So. And another 48 Hours. Oh,
2: my God. I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) So... So he's just kind of, like, letting him push by, and he, like, you pull him back, and he's good to go. All right. Twin Talon, you go down to see Yoletcha. Yes. She's down there, just chilling.
1: Hi, Um, I just wanted to come and say, uh, after we spoke yesterday, that we have gone down. It looks as if everything that had kicked you out, the cultists and the undead, are taken care of, so... If you want to go back downstairs, if that's where you feel more comfortable, it should be safe to go. I don't know if you've thought any more about what we talked about with the Bramble Brashers. But uh, like I said, I'd be happy to talk to Helba if that's what you wanted to do.
2: She nods and and he's kind of very contemplative. She's like, I uh, I haven't quite decided yet. I might actually stay in this area. It's a little higher and I can watch out for uh, any creatures that might come in and disrupt them. Kind of be a guard for them above ground. Okay. Rather than joining them outright.
1: right. Uh, this, you know, this isn't our place to tell you what to do, but yeah, okay. Just wanted to let you know that everything should be good to go downstairs, and we'll be heading out. We're going to take our prisoner that we, the goblins have had and collect our things and be out of your hair, but, you know, maybe we'll cross paths again.
2: Yes. And with that, she
1: kind of goes back to
2: her cleaning up of her tent and, and making it a little bit bigger. Because she has more space up here okay. and looking very homey. All right, no. then from town
1: we'll head back to the room to collect the pile of weapons <laughs> that we have been squirreling away in this room.
2: All right. Now you two. <laughs> mm. Silver and Pondwasher,
0: In the bathroom, no less.
2: Yes. First of all, how are you seeing? Because your only light source is left. I have a torch. Oh, okay. light as well. All right. So you light a torch and you go back into where the other crypts are and you uh start to open them carefully with
3: a crowbar with a crowbar with a crowbar I know we told Twin Talon we wouldn't do this but I really want to
4: <laughs> there'll be some good isn't here for us I'm sure and uh we're not being disrespectful to the bodies like I, we're not doing nothing to them I
3: mean they're hell knights and they left them here anyway they yeah. abandoned them
4: and he hates hell knights yeah. and uh you know we can use stuff to kill hell knights if necessary I don't necessarily condone that but all you know, right whatever I don't...
2: S- Silver, what is your arcana bonus? Uh, plus Uh, 10. In the first one, you find a feather step stone. Ooh. In the next one, you find a monkey pin. Ooh. And in the last one, you find... Whorple a... sword. <laughs> <laughs> doubling rings oh my gosh a feather step stone uh this stone usually shaped as a cabochon c-a-b-o-c-h-o-n is a small chunk of amber with a bit of feather or flying insect caught within when you activate the stone you ignore the effect of any difficult terrain and greater terrain you move through until the end of your turn uh you are required to be an
0: expert in acrobatics do you want to know how it's pronounced Yes, please. Cabochon.
1: Cabochon. What is the definition of cabochon since you have it open?
0: A gem polished but not faceted.
1: Interesting.
4: Okay. Is there a limit on that?
2: It is a one-time use. It is a consumable magical talisman, and you affix it to armor.
4: How much is it worth? Eight gold. It's like the Albert claw that you had.
2: All right. So the next thing was a monkey pin.
3: Turns you into a monkey. Turns you into a monkey. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) This
2: small brass pin is in the shape of a monkey climbing a tree. Yes. When you activate this talisman, use a climb action. If you succeed, you move your full speed during the climb. If you roll a critical failure, you get a regular failure instead. One-time use? <laughs> One-time use magical talisman, six gold. Silver uh,
3: willies turned me into a monkey.
4: I'm, I'm sorry, but it will not. <sighs> I can't lie to you about that. <laughs> but we can, we'll do that one day, I promise. <laughs>
2: All right, so this doubling ring is an evocation invested magical item so invested trait means you can only wear 10 magical items that have the invested trait none of the magical effects of the item apply if the character hasn't invested in it nor can it be activated through the character though this character still gains its normal benefit from wearing the physical item like a hat keeping the rain off of their head this item consists of two magically linked rings an intricate gleaming golden ring with a square cut ruby and a thick plain iron ring When you wield a melee weapon in the hand wearing the golden ring, the weapon's fundamental runes are replicated onto any melee weapon you wear in the hand wearing the iron ring. Fundamental runes are weapon proficiency and striking, which add an item bonus to attack rolls and extra weapon damage dice, respectively. Any fundamental runes on the weapon in the hand wearing the iron ring are suppressed. Replication functions only if you wear both rings, and it ends as soon as you cease wielding a melee weapon in one of your hands. Consequently, the benefit doesn't apply to throne attacks or if you're holding a weapon but not wielding it, such as holding a one-handed weapon that requires two hands to wield. So...
4: Basically, if you have a weapon that does stuff, you can do stuff with two weapons two-handed? Is that what that does?
2: So if you have a weapon that has, like, really cool effects on it, and the other weapon doesn't, by wielding the rings, you can transfer the cool effects to both of the weapons.
1: That's really cool. Right, and you said it was proficiency runes and damage runes?
2: Fundamental runes are the weapon potency and striking. Okay. Okay.
1: Potency nice. and striking. So it's the plus ones and the plus 1d6s or whatever. Yeah.
2: So wow. if you have a so That's even cool though then. you ha- Twin cool. Talon has two plus one swords, if you only had a single plus one sword, the other sword would become a plus one.
5: Uh, well, now if you make one a striking sword, then you'd have two. That's pretty awesome. Correct, right? yeah. yeah. That's a huge
1: boon for someone who has a two-weapon fighting yeah, build right. because like it's expensive to make one re- weapon really good. It's it's unbelievably expensive to make two, so this, right. is, uh,
3: ironically, Twin Talon would love these. I guess, <laughs> I, I guess
4: I guess Silver would say, Well butter my ass and call me a biscuit, but
3: uh Well maybe until we can give it to him later and pretend we found it somewhere else. Yeah, we I don't know. <laughs> but for now, let's wear best friend rings. <laughs> yes.
4: Best friend ring. Do you want the ruby one or the other one? I'll take the I'll take the iron one, it's fine. What no <laughs> You get iron. the nicer one. You're you're younger know. and prettier than I am. It's fine.
3: I don't know if it suits my style though. Oh, you know, it just dress up, dress is success. Okay, I I'm still just wearing a vest, but uh, you, you got you paid the. And you, I have a gaudy ring <laughs> <laughs> and some low rise jeans. So hey, they're leather, okay? <laughs> oh, low rise skis, skis, leather and, pants, and I
1: have Uggs on. <laughs> We've said that actually in two different episodes.
0: How basic he is?
1: No, that he's wearing Uggs. Oh, yeah. no. Right. Oh, it's, You'll it's notice the can. miniature
3: is also wearing Uggs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very, <laughs> very fun.
2: Okay, so you've all accomplished your individual requests and goals. So you meet back up into the makeshift armory slash bedroom that you've created. And you gather the 50 pounds of weapons that Watcher was carrying. And you start the trudge back to Breach Hill.
1: Do you guys want to go back the normal way, or do we want to go back through the tunnel?
0: I think the normal way would be more appropriate. I don't want to scare the poor chap again. Okay. No, Silver. I see you thinking.
5: I'd, no. I'd <laughs> like to see this tunnel. I. It's what a if tunnel. I'd see something that you guys hadn't seen before.
0: That that is fair. But how about we we show you once we're in town where we can go have a a bite or a drink <laughs> at the pickled ear? Is it called? I forget.
5: Pickled ear. Why don't we just go to the Cadence keg? <sighs> You yeah, seem to, to really yeah, like yes. Cadence Cake. But there well, is a no tunnel I, that I used we to know. work there. Oh. And two, yes, I oh. do. They serve really good beer.
0: <laughs> yes, but we don't know if there is actually a tunnel under Caden's Cake. We can always just go to the pickle deer, see that tunnel, and then we can go and bar hop if you want. Yes, look how yes. cool I am.
5: <laughs> you know, Brianna, every time we speak, yes. I think we become better friends.
0: It's true. I like our friendship.
5: High five. <laughs>
3: Plus I just we've been underground getting attacked by skeletons for like 10 weeks it feels <laughs> like. So One day. it was a very bad day. I almost died about every 15 minutes. So mm. I would like to just walk in a field and
5: not go underground anymore.
1: Okay, that's that's fine. I was just curious if anybody had any preference.
5: I have a preference. What is it? To go underground.
1: Okay, noted. We're going to go above
3: ground. <laughs>
2: <laughs> So you guys make the two-hour trek back with a very tired, very dazed halfling, and you return back to Breach Hill. It is a brisk fall day.
4: So, player question. Yes. What's our next move, y'all? Well... Turn in Kelma. Yeah. yeah, turn well, in them. Home. And
1: we know where Alstea's ring is. Oh, we do. I remember us talking about it, like, in episode two or three. Yeah, <laughs> we found out on yeah. accident. Yes. Yeah. We, we immediately found out where the end of the game was and then went and did the rest of it <laughs> not making that mistake <laughs> again <at all.
3: laughs> I have a question also um, did we take Alex painting
1: did
4: you yes, yes I, I, so, yeah. I cut yes, it out did. and I carefully yeah. t- rolled, it up, rolled yep.
1: it
3: up but we yeah. don't
1: really
4: and his know
3: ring. Well, I think I don't think we found the ring. Uh, we did. It we did was in a box last yeah. episode.
1: Yeah. When uh, yeah, I palmed it when Anor wasn't here. Yes, right. and I didn't. I apparently wasn't I here either because right.
3: I don't right. remember anything. Yes, okay.
1: Soraya found a locked box and immediately gave it to not the rogue to pick. <laughs> well, you <laughs> uh, were looking at and then the you was, footprints. You, you were, yeah. were and then then That me. guy stole it. So <laughs> oh. uh, let's be clear about who's the rogue and who's the thief in this.
5: So you make your way back
2: to Breach Hill and you get back in and and the town guard immediately go and fetch Greta Gardenia the head of the town council, who you saved all of those months ago when we started this adventure.
0: Was uh, it like three days ago?
2: Well, yeah. In In game time, it was like three days. In our real lives, it's yes. a couple months ago. So you now, uh, she thanks you profusely and takes kalmot and he goes to jail and gives you 10 gold for returning him. Alive.
4: Not each, or each, each. Oh, nice. Single each, nice.
2: And excuse me. She asks. Uh, Warble comes up, and if you remember, Warble was the oh, liaison okay. yeah. between the goblin tribe and the city, and she is herself is a goblin and mm-hmm. kind of tugs on your cloaks and is like, the, how, "How are
0: they? Is everyone okay over there? Uh, who, who does Who does she tug on?"
5: Uh. Hamid. Yes, they're fine. We met with Helba. We were able to clear out their living quarters, and they're, they've returned safely. You
2: just see, like, all of this stress and concern melt off of her face. Me. And she is very thankful for everything you guys have done. And she offers you ten gold.
0: Oh, snap.
3: Total. Like one payment of ten gold. Thank you so much for that. Warbler, uh, just be careful. There are some... Creatures living in the basement who think they are dragons and they cannot be trusted.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. They, um, what is the common word for them? They are delusional? Is that the word? That sounds about right, yes. That is right. Yes. Oh, yes. They are delusional kobolds. We take pity on
2: them and, you know, it's nice that we have neighbors.
3: (laughs) Just I would keep my eyes peeled.
2: That sounds very painful to peel one's eyes. How how do elves do that?
3: Well, we don't have sclera, so <laughs> you you see a blank look, and you, and she just nods. It's elven word for eyes. I I saw uh, goodbye. <laughs> 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 so with that, uh, you've completed your first mission. We
2: got the bonus mission too. Yes.
0: Woo! that. right,
2: let's spend all the money. You can go and sell all of the items that you do not want, which we will take care of off air. Okay. And in
3: painstaking uh, detail right now. Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> and then you guys can go on a shopping spree in the town because, as I said in the very beginning, Breach Hill is a fairly prominent town mm-hmm. as for a trade route. So I believe you can get most items here. I'll look up exactly up to what level you can get. And we'll pretend that all of that is done right now.
0: Okay.
3: And so now, what are your next plans? I have a suggestion. Now that we've done our shopping, what time of day is it? I'm going to say
2: it took you, like, 30 minutes with the town council and handing off Calmont. And, like, all the ceremony with that. Probably, like, an hour to sell everything, because that was a lot of stuff. And then probably, like, an hour to find what you want and buy what you want.
1: Yeah, and you have to remember that we went downstairs, probably spent a half hour rooting around the tomb. Walked two hours to town, two hours yeah, back. Yeah. Two so hours it's, hours like, evening to is my point. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: early evening. So, um, I say we... First, check the book company. Make sure Vaz isn't there. That's actually really smart. Second, find Saraya. Third, go on a huge bender at a pub. <laughs> <laughs> and then when, when we wake up tomorrow, maybe we can uh, go find this uh, ring.
0: Can I interject one last step? Okay. All, all those Fourth. Sound, all those sound great. Can we also go back to the uh, pickled ear and speak to the owner? What was her name?
3: Roxy Roxy. Den. Yes, good idea.
0: I would like to know if she knew about the... Yeah, good point. ...tunnels.
3: Also, if Oz is bad and a necromancer or whatever, we could probably steal everything in that company, because now there's no workers or owner, <laughs> and it's just up for grabs. I'm we-
0: sorry, who was the thief?
3: <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> speak of the devil. Look, she's a necromancer or something. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Or something. Anything
4: is, uh, is fair. Although, game. I think
3: we, we tried to rob her already, and there was nothing there to get. <laughs> there were lots of books.
1: You we know books how much you love books that and books. I sold
4: <laughs> for a significant amount of money. Now, when we get to the pickled pig, <laughs> I, got, I got some plans. So. Silver's got a very mischievous grin on his face.
3: Oh, no. (laughs) So I think the main thing, though, we don't... She might be there. She might attack us. We could do that first, just in case, and then maybe have some fun.
4: All right. I don't know. I'm I'm down to have some fun. Lord knows we need it. Let's get some steam off. All
2: right. You head to the Reliant Book Company. The windows are darkened. The doors are locked. You guys got in through the windows last time, right?
3: Jasper went in through the window and opened the door. Oh, and unlocked the door, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So, actually, the front door is not locked. Okay. Because I'm assuming you didn't lock it when you left.
0: We just closed it, I think. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's full of street urchins now. <laughs> uh, this I which, am your god, street urchins.
2: This <laughs> bookstore has been ransacked.
3: Silver.
0: I, I was with y'all the entire time, all right? You kept running ahead. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, that hasn't stopped you literally ever. Right. <laughs> You just said which
4: I stole a bunch of books from and sold.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the display case that had
4: <laughs> the best of the stuff I heard already taken from here. Let's let's be clear.
2: <laughs> the the display case that held some very valuable books is been shattered. The books are gone. The scrolls from the walls are gone. Oh jeez. It it looks huh. like a mess.
0: Well, at least we should report this to the um to the city guard.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd say that she came back and collected her stuff, but I don't know why she would break her own display cases exactly. to get things.
3: And it wasn't Calamart.
1: No.
4: And I already had sold those things. So. So it was you? No, I mean, well, when we were here last, I took any of the things that were the most valuable. Weren't they able to, like, heavy books?
2: Yeah, there there yeah. are like tomes that yeah. you guys so, did so like. We need carry to them. On the
1: rest of the episodes, last twenty episodes that you were like never left because you were weighted down. No,
4: I like I we dropped them off someplace. If I remember correctly,
2: I don't think you took the big tomes. You took the scrolls of like magic. These are just like town history books, things that you wouldn't find valuable.
4: Oh yeah, well the thing like there were some books that were like worth right worth, right right you I, took I took the things that were worth money. You took the scrolls that were worth money. Yes, yes absolutely. But like, now everything else is gone. But too.
3: everything else is gone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very suspicious. Well, Vaz isn't here. So is she in the secret chamber? Does no. it does it look like malicious
2: or It looks like a smash and grab, essentially. So you go down and look into her chambers and uh, again, most people couldn't find this secret door, so it looks very similar to the way you left it. It's blood uh, all
3: over the floor in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> there is a blood splot from Soraya. Okay, well, I mean, just an idea. All as right. as we leave, I just knock something off a table. <laughs> <'Cause-> <laughs> it shatters. They find the one porcelain mug that's still in. in-, in-
2: and you cat it off the table, and it just shatters <laughs> into a bunch of pieces.
0: Brianna will shake her head.
1: <laughs> Meow. I feel like he like, stared someone in the eyes as he was doing
4: it. <laughs> he
5: was like,
4: Psst. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, do we want to go with the pickled pig, then?
3: Let's find Soraya so she doesn't miss out on this sweet
2: adventure. You head to the Pickle Deer. On your way, Serea comes up to you and tells you that she is going to go back to her cave to try and take those potions that you have and convert them into her okay. spell book, which is really her alchemy book. Right. And then she's going to make those rolls, and we'll see how well she does.
1: Uh, good. Before she leaves, Vital, i like to pull her aside and be like, um, when you get a moment, I'd really be interested to talk to you about poisons. She nods. Okay.
3: All right. See you later. We give her her portion of the money.
2: Yes, which she will also go shopping with later, and buy probably buy another new dress because this one has been <laughs> tattered.
0: destroyed. Poor thing. Uh, all right,
2: you head to the pickled ear. All right. So it's oh no. This bar is shady. <laughs> so you <laughs> walk in, and it is the windows are dusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, With a faint glow. Uh Oh, I don't walk. Okay, with a faint glow of candlelight coming from the tables. As you walk in, you are all easily the nicest ones dressed here.
3: Wow, this is a lot.
2: Yeah, everyone kind of (laughs) like if there was a jukebox, it would have stopped and everyone would looked at you,
1: and then gone back to what they're doing. So it's like someone's playing a mandolin, and then there's a record scratch for no reason. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Good.
5: Pop a string. Bad form. Um, is this a you're kind of place here. where know. you know Temid would have I know. been to different bars? In, this in is the this is the rough. This is the motorcycle bar in but, town. Yes, but would <laughs> do you think it would have still been like accessible for him to go he, there? And, I
2: mean, no one is outright aggressive when people walk in, but if you're not a regular, it's definitely very cold. Like if you go to Ken's Keg and you're not. A regular, it's like, hey, welcome. Come on in. Let's drink, buddy, buddy, buddy. Here, it's like everyone looks at you and then goes back to what they're doing. You don't really talk to people you don't know.
5: So he's been there once or twice, but it's not really his jam. Yeah. Got it. Behind the bar, you see a tall
2: 6'3 human woman.
4: That is tall.
0: Yeah.
2: With fiery red hair and kind of a gruff look to her face like not really happy to see people even though it's her bar and 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 then you see the two halflings that most of you have already met running around delivering drinks
0: okay brianna will head to the bar and probably pop a squat and ask for a nail
2: the woman behind the bar goes three silver you're new to here aren't you
0: i notice your sword what w- what i made that one.
2: Uh, oh.
0: i was it serving you what's your perception bonus Plus five.
2: I need to stop rolling for you guys.
0: Why? Was it a natural 20?
2: No, but it was one less than that. Okay, you can tell she's like very withholding of information and doesn't really want to talk. She wants this to be a transaction and be done with it. Hmm.
1: So I just want to say that while Brianna's at the bar, Twin Talon will be kind of posted up by the door.
5: Okay, Tamid, what are you doing? Tamid saddles up behind Brianna and he's anxious to get a drink. Okay. Same. Just keeps raising his hand, like, this one finger (laughs) up, like,
0: excuse me. Excuse me. me. Excuse me.
2: I
3: will have a sex on the beach, please.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And a headache in the morning. All right.
2: So you see the one male halfling skid around the corner, go up to Temed and take your order. I'll have an ale. Sure thing. Thanks. And then he turns and sees Pond Watcher <laughs> and <laughs> stops dead in his tracks.
5: So Tebid kind of looks at the two and is like, hey. kind of quizzically. Hey, friend. I,
2: you're not real. What? You were you, you a figment
5: of... Um, oh, Friend, I can assure you he is very much real. And then he kind of pokes Pond Watcher. I've never seen you before in my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> but oh. I thought... Uh, you uh, Get me an ale, little y-
3: boy. Okay. Aren't you a little bit too young to be working
5: in a bar? He scurries away.
0: Gentlemen, what is wrong with you today? (laughs) What?
5: I I want a child working in a bar. This is a seedy bar. Well, he's He's a halfling, I
0: think. You've seen halflings before.
5: I was. Injured recently. <laughs> You literally just brought a halfling back to town.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was a halfling. I was just being an asshole. I yeah, you're
0: being super... Pa- I mean, I, I, I understand. I understand. You just had the brush with phrasma. I, I understand I, the way you're coming yeah. from.
3: Yes. I, and I silver, was also very injured. Yeah, Silver likes to do little jokes on people. It's
4: it's pretty fun, usually. I, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Is it rubbing off on you?
3: Speaking of
2: Silver, yeah, what are here? you doing?
4: Okay, so... While everyone was going inside, Silver, once they're inside, he's going to cast one of his second-level spells on himself. Oh, no. Which is invisibility. <laughs> 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 so he also went in. He just went in with him. Okay. And so when the little halfling boy ran away. He's uh, a full-grown halfling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when the little halfling man ran away, Silver would be standing next to him, invisible, and he said, He may be real but I'm still not. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> oh, no! You see the color drain from the halfling's
2: face and he scurries away. Yenry, the gods have called to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see him like tug on the shirt of the woman behind the bar. Hey, hey, Roxy. Yes. I, I need to go home. It's I'm n- I'm not feeling well, and I'm hearing voices again. Oh. And and, and he would just see him start crying <laughs> and she's like yeah, alright oh, Yenry, <laughs> right, Yenry just go into the cellar go, and then go home oh, Okay." and he kind of walks away I'll be following him Okay.
0: I guess we, we can't tell <laughs> no
4: he's yeah. invisible yeah.
0: Can't tell.
3: Um, Pond
5: Watcher feels kind of bad now I'm not
4: going to say anything I'm following him but uh, in case something
5: crazy happens in the cellar okay um, so I like how you use your second level spell for this bit. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: y- Yenry goes into the cellar and you follow him down there and you see him like gather his little satchel and then kind of walk to back to the employee only door and walks out and then makes his way, shuffles through the bar <laughs> and you see him just walk out the
4: front door. Following him.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs>
4: Silver. I'm, not, I'm going to say, this is, like is how Silver syndical. dies, <laughs> I'm calling it right now. He'll say to him, and I'm not using, he's using a different voice. Okay, Uh, so no jambalaya. No jambalaya voice. But he's saying, like, you could have made better with your life, but you didn't. (laughs) He sprints. (laughs) Dedicate your life to the gods. He sprints away. The new big bad of the campaign.
0: (laughs) Right. So back
2: to the bar.
4: But I'm also going to, like, since I'm invisible, now that I've trolled the young halfling enough, I want to see if I could find what what's-her-face's place of... Does she stay in the bar, or...?
2: Roxy? She probably has an office in the back.
4: Yeah, I want to go to the office and rummage right. around. give me a second.
3: So you guys are at the bar. Excuse me, uh, I ordered with the waiter, but he appears to have left. I would yeah, like... As did I. Two ales, please. Yes, yeah, yes. And she gives them to you. Cheers. 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 Oh, Silver's not here. Twin
1: Talon, do you want a drink? Twin Talon will just kind of shake his head. So serious. He is very ready for some shit to break out.
5: So Temet downs it in one gulp and then just kind of asks for another.
2: We're going to do something that we haven't done before, I think. Uh Play well. Others? Ouch. (laughs) That's not happening. I believe that on the cheat sheets I gave you, Uh there is an action called Make an Impression. I'm Ah. actually super good at that. (laughs) you're Invisible (laughs) going
5: through her laundry. (laughs) Going through her laundry. Is it not on there?
4: It is not. I'm like amazing at it as a bard. Is that part
5: of diplomacy? uh, I got Charming Liar specifically
4: for that.
2: Yes, I believe it is part of uh, diplomacy.
4: Yeah, it is. One minute of
3: conversation, during which you engage in charismatic overtures, flattery, and other acts of goodwill. You seek to make a good impression on someone to make them temporarily agreeable. At the end of the conversation, attempt a diplomacy check against the will, DC, of one target, modified by any circumstances the GM sees fit. Good impressions or bad impressions on a crit fail last only for the current social interaction.
2: All right, so you all have been talking with uh, Roxy. Roxy. I keep forgetting her name. I'm sorry. You guys are talking.
1: Roxanne. To no.
2: No? <laughs> no. No. Uh, I keep wanting to call her Roxy Hart from yeah. Chicago. <laughs> That's where I was going. I was holding it back. Um, the name on everyone's lips is going to be
3: Roxy.
2: Anyway, so you've been talking to Roxy or trying to engage with Roxy. I need the three of you, Temid, Watcher, and Brianna, To roll a diplomacy check to make an impression.
5: I'm going to roll a deception because I have Charming Liar. Okay. So should I go with what he says prior to? Yeah, if you guys
2: want to, roll, like, tell me what you're saying to try and get... She is trying not to talk to you. Like, she's just, like, looking at you and, like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, not even in that fun way that a bartender, like, pretends to pay attention and care to get a better tip. She's just, like, just take your ale and go. Like... So what are you trying to... How are you trying to engage? I'm going to go
3: first because I rolled really bad. Okay. I rolled a six. Okay. So pawn Watcher is just being, like, super annoying. Like, he, he's clearly, like, in a mood today and uh, is just kind of being really annoying. And I'm just going to lean into that by being like, wow, this bar is so dirty. Like, what... Do you think maybe cleaning it more would be good? Or what, what do you think? I, uh, if you want to compete with the other bar, maybe... You try harder. I'll another ale, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please don't spit in it.
3: (laughs) She gives
2: you probably the meanest look ever and like reaches down and grabs a mug and goes, (sighs) blows the dust off of it very poorly. (laughs) I deserve this. (laughs) Pours. Like she goes and just instead of pouring the ale, she kind of just scoops it into the trough Mm. and puts it... In front of you.
3: He drinks it. It is.
2: It is a combination of runoff from the other (laughs) ales, like, barred, like, cleaning water, so there's a little bit of soap in
3: it. I'm okay. (coughs) What's, um, what's your, uh, fortitude bonus? Oh, no. Plus nine. All
2: right. Your stomach turns a little bit, but you're just, like... Mm, this, I'm just good. I'm good. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Brianna, what are you doing? What are you saying to her? Just know that that pat- first interaction is going to weigh oh, on this DC. Sorry.
0: Th- thanks, thanks, Rich.
3: It's a new die too. But <laughs> what it wasn't a one. So that's, that's true.
0: It that was a five. That that is very true. You have a plus one. I have a plus one. <laughs> okay. Brianna will say something along the lines of, you know, it's, I always find it formidable that a woman is able to own your own barn and in such a difficult part of town, too. That's impressive. Mm. I rolled a 24. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know how things are nowadays, and it's a little bit better than it was, but not
5: great. Temmit, what did you roll? So I rolled a 12. So he's going to try to add something, but I think it's he's going to kind of misread the situation. Oh, I'm sure he's going to misread the <laughs> situation. He's going to misread the situation a little bit, but he's not going to go crazy because it is still a 12. Total of 12? A, okay. A total of 12. And he, It's a lie, right? It it's is a lie. Deception. So yeah. he's going to... Right. So he's going to lie about like... You didn't critically fail. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he just... Unlike some people <sighs> on this table. <laughs> so he he's basically just going to to tell her like you know speaking of which we are uh, uh, famous heroes of this town we went and saved many many goblins I mean a horde of them thousands of goblins <laughs> and we shared the you do know the that. grace of Caden Calian with them you do know that goblin blood wars were a thing right right but we're and... like friends now they're really nice. I, I still they have only family a, that, but they only ate a handful of hairs off of Kalmot's feet. They're so, pretty good. Talking. So he looks. He
2: she stops looking at Temid and kind of like brushes him off and goes back to talking to you, <laughs> Brianna.
0: I apologize. It's it's been quite a um, adventure so far. Yes. Um, speaking of, there was some ounce of truth in in what uh, Temid was saying. We have 100%. just. Uh, Keep drinking, dear. (laughs) We have just been to the fortress on Hell Knight Hill, and there had been some issues with it, and we had followed one of the tunnels, actually, to your cellar. Now, I apologize, we we tried not to disturb your staff, but we thought we would come in business hours to speak to you and make sure that you are safe, especially since we suspect some issues to be arising, as, as you said. Times have been changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's. I don't really know anything about that. Man, I wish I could drive up some more business in here. You know what? If you can help me do that next week, I'll tell you more information. Yeah! No. <laughs> Is there going to be like a lock picking challenge? <laughs> Will that halfling ever recover? Has Soraya found anything? Will our heroes be able to entice more customers into this bar? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of The Cracked Die Podcast. And now, a word from our sponsors. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Get ready, Kintargo, for the biggest kite-flying day of the year! This Sunday, Kite Hill is going to explode
3: when two of the biggest kite rivals go head to head Dieth versus Burk Deep Spark. It's wood twisting action from noon to
2: seven. And kids, we haven't forgotten about you. Watch as we heat things up in the arena of fire as we have red kites versus
3: blue in the exclusive kite versus kite vs. Kite tournament. Watch them battle it out under one roof. Kite Hill. Kite's flying this Sunday from noon to 7. Don't miss it.
2: Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.